All right, back again for a Cash Medi podcast. Tonight, I'm going to be talking some college football and NFL. I'm going to hopefully be doing a few of these after like every week. Uh, I probably can't do it every week, but, you know, as the season goes on, hopefully every couple of weeks, I'll be able to kind of recap where we're at in the season in college football and the NFL, give my thoughts, see how we're doing on the Cash Medi picks. Uh, Tonight, we got the over on the Packers. Lions game, so that gets us to six and six. So kind of off to a little slow start on the Cash Medi picks. If you want to follow those at Craig Medi on Twitter. Um, so let's get into college football. What I've seen, what I think I'm going to see in the future or going on. Um, Alabama, I think, is the best team. Bryce Young, you know, is a really good quarterback. I was really impressed with him in the Miami game. I thought Miami actually put pressure on Alabama's quarterback, and he just kept making plays. I believe I believe Alabama had 16 third downs in that game, and he just – that were five and, lar- and farther, third and, third and five or longer, and he just kept completing them. I mean, he's really good the way he buys time and he stays in the pocket. I mean, he's got some Russell Wilson in him. I mean, he's just a phenomenal quarterback. They don't have the receivers that they've had in the past necessarily. I mean, they've had like four first-rounders drafted, and I think, in the, I think all four of them have gone in the top 15 in the last two drafts. They don't have that kind of players and the running back. They don't have, you know, a Najee Harris, but their defense is better than what it's been in the last couple of years. And they got, you know, in my opinion, a better quarterback as far as college goes. I mean, Mac Jones is a better just thrower, but Bryce Young for college and scrambling and ability to run, you know, extend plays, I think is a better college quarterback. And as he goes, he's just going to get better and better. He had his first road test. Last Saturday or this Saturday against Florida, they barely won, but they were up 21 to three. And I felt pretty comfortable the whole game if I was an Alabama fan that even if, you know, um, Florida would have got the two point conversion, Alabama would have went down and scored. I mean, that's his first road test. To me, that's like the scare game. They got by the scare game. Uh, They're going to go undefeated until they face, you know, Georgia. Uh, in the SEC championship. I was really impressed with Georgia. I lost my bet on Clemson against them. I mean, Clemson holds Georgia's offense to three points, and I lose my bet. (laughs) I had Clemson minus three. That's how good Georgia's defense is. I mean, they got so many guys. The Dean, I think he's number 17, the linebacker. I mean, that guy's a stud. They got so many stud defensive players. I couldn't believe how good – you know, I knew they were going to have a good defense. I didn't know it was going to be this good. And then I figured that they would struggle offensively against Clemson, which they actually did. Clemson's defense is good um, because they didn't have, you know, the five-star tight end. I think his name is Eric, Eric or whatever um, from LSU. He transferred. He's got some, I guess, personal problems. He hasn't played. Darnell Washington, another five-star tight end, didn't play in that game. George Pinkins didn't play in that game. So I figured, you know, that they were going to struggle, and Clemson would, you know, I thought Clemson was going to put up some points, like probably like 27 or something. They didn't get shit. They didn't do anything. They got three points offensively, and then the guy throws, you know, a pick six, and that was the game. Clemson's in trouble, in my opinion, because – I mean, you can't just get whooped like that against a defense. Like, this is college football. you got to put up some points. Like, 
you got to put up at least 20 against a, an elite defense like that. At least. And that, that should be a bad game. Because the way the rules are, you can't tackle. You can't hit anyone. You know, it's always a personal foul, targeting, all this bullshit. And Clemson's offense didn't do shit in that game. I mean, got completely, completely shut down. It's the best defensive performance I've seen in a long time, you know, considering the rules and how they've been changed. And then you watch them against Georgia Tech, and they didn't do much against them, against Georgia Tech either. So something's wrong in Clemson. Uh, maybe the quarterback's not as good as I thought he was going to be. DJ Ugalala, whatever his name is. I mean, they definitely... I don't know why they don't run him as much. I guess it's because they don't really have a good backup quarterback and they're afraid he's going to get hurt. But if they don't run him, then they're going to be in trouble because they're running back, you know, their best running back's a freshman. And then they don't really have another good running back after that. Their old line's not that good. I mean, the receivers are good. I mean, they're still pretty f- fucking good, but their defense is really good. It's, I mean, they're probably still going to make the college football playoffs, but... They're not going to blow teams out like they did last year or the last couple of years. I don't think they're the elite team they've been in the past. I don't know. I could see them losing to anyone, really. The ACC is kind of eh. I mean, a lot of punch teams in there. But I could see someone popping them and, you know, maybe even beating them in the ACC championship if they face, like, North Carolina or something. Um I think Oregon, you know, besides Georgia's win, I mean, Oregon technically has the best win, winning at Ohio State. And not only is that win huge for them as far as trying to get into the college football playoffs, but to me, it's more of like a program builder type of win because Cristobal is going to get top 10 recruiting classes. Now the question is, can he get top five recruiting classes? And if he can consistently get top five recruiting classes, then he's got a shot to win a national championship. Because even as bad as a head coach is that, that he is, and I think he's not a good head coach, he's just so phenomenal. He's so good at, at recruiting. And now he's got the huge road win, you know, against a you know, top five program where he didn't have that on his resume. I mean, that's huge for Oregon, in my opinion, especially when, you know, KV on Thibodeau doesn't even play in the game. He's probably going to be the number one player selected that's not a quarterback in next year's draft. You know, he might even go number one overall. Um, he didn't play. Uh, Justin Flo, a five-star linebacker, didn't play. I mean, you got two stud defensive players, didn't play, and they just slammed Ohio State. I mean, the score was only a seven-point win, but they were in complete control of the whole game. I mean, they just kept running it and running it. Ohio State definitely has a problem stopping the run. I figured when Ohio State played Minnesota, I was like, okay, their two starting corners didn't play. So they probably were preparing for the pass, you know, and and were scared of the pass. And therefore, Minnesota ran on them a little more than Ohio State expected. But when you're when Ohio State has their two corners back and then – you're playing Oregon, who Oregon's quarterback sucks. He can't really throw the ball. I mean, you would expect them to just stack the box and force Oregon to beat them in the air. And they couldn't stop the run. They just couldn't stop them. I mean, it was just five, six, seven yards every every play. It was just chunk plays, chunk plays. And I didn't see really too many negative plays at all. And, you know, they couldn't get off the field. Um, Ohio's defense, Ohio State's defense is, I don't, I don't see it. You know, it'll probably improve as the year goes on because you, you got young recruits and, and they'll just get better and better. You know, freshmen, sophomores, 
you know, or even juniors, first-time starters that are playing, they're going to get better as the season goes on. But, I mean, they're in trouble defensively. I don't, I don't know if anyone in the Big Ten can beat them. You know, Michigan looks pretty good. I don't, you know, the way that they're built offensively, I mean, they're going to run the ball down Ohio State's throats. Uh, C.J. Stroud's really good, though. I like him as a quarterback. I like him as an NFL prospect. I mean, that's going to be a top five probably pick in the, uh, I don't know, 2023 draft when he comes out, probably as a junior. Um, Ohio State can score on anyone, but defensively, you know, they're going to be in a dogfight. I, I mean, Alabama and Georgia right now are the only teams that I see are like above everyone else. Everyone else I see can get beat. And I mean, even Georgia can get beat because I don't know if they put up enough points against teams. I don't see Alabama really getting beat. They, I mean, yeah, everyone's like, oh, Florida played them. I mean, yeah, they played them tough, but it was 21 to three. And then I don't know, seemed like they kind of took the foot off the gas and they came back, and that's a road, you know, that's a tough game on the road. Texas A&M doesn't look as good as I thought they would. They're, they got some problems at the quarterback position. If they can improve that, I mean, they got NFL talent everywhere, offensive line, defensive line. They got they got a lot of NFL talent. Uh, who else, you know, Oklahoma doesn't look good at all to me. And that's one thing that I've noticed too is quarterbacks who got paid this offseason, basically, Rattler and – uh, King at Miami. Those guys got paid, made a lot of money, although Bryce Young did too, and those guys are struggling. I don't know if, you know, you get paid and you just kind of take it easy or you don't feel like, or you feel like you made it, you know, because now you're allowed to pay the players, and it just doesn't seem like they, they look the same. Um, but I could see Oregon's probably will slip up one game, but they got that you know, they got that big road win. So if Ohio State kind of runs the table, then Oregon's going to be like, well, we beat you at your house. So we're definitely in over you. And then I think the Pac-12, I don't know, is probably better than the Big Ten. I like UCLA. I kind of, if anyone listened to any of my college preview, I said UCLA was going to be pretty good this year. I think Chip Kelly's kind of got it going. As far as USC and the coaching you know, I mean, I don't know who they're going to get. Uh, it doesn't sound like they're going to get that great of a coach right now. It doesn't seem like they're going for the best guys. I mean, I would go for some NFL guy, you know. I mean, you're goddamn USC. You better not settle for something that's just okay. Well, I think Miami's probably looking for a new head coach. I don't think Manny Diaz is the guy. They got talent over there. They ain't playing good. So uh, you could have two good programs or two programs that should be Top 10 programs that are basically the same thing. You know, Miami and USC have the last 10 years have been the same type of program where they got talent and they just don't have coaching and something's missing on both programs. But once both of those programs get it going, those programs, the only thing that stops them is when they get on probation. So so that's all I got for college football as far as right now. Um, I haven't really looked at the betting line for this week. Um, but I'll switch over to the NFL. I'll talk about the games that just happened this week and kind of where I see each team and going forward. Um, the Bears and the Bengals played this week, and Burrow threw, I don't know, at least three interceptions. I think he threw three interceptions on three straight throws for him. I just don't understand, like the Bears won. I just don't understand what what teams like the Bengals were doing. And I'm not just saying this because I'm a Lions fan. I said this prior to the draft. Like, how are you going to pass up 
you know, Panea Sewell and Rashawn Slater. Both those guys should have gotten drafted before all these receivers, all these tight ends. If you draft a quarterback ahead of these guys, fine. But after that, what are you drafting? Now, Jamar Chase is going to be good. Like, uh, I don't want to make it like as if I think Jamar Chase isn't going to be good. But when you got Joe Burrow and he's got a shredded knee, like a torn ACL from his knee, and it wasn't just a normal ACL. Like, I think his MCL got fucked up too. Like, don't you want to protect that guy? And they get on the road, and they just can't protect him. And he always gets just slammed. He, he's gonna he's gonna intercept. He's gonna throw interceptions because they're always gonna be behind. And I know these type of teams. Okay, I, I'm, I'm a Lions fan. I've seen this where you don't have an O line, and everyone's like, "Well, they got receivers," and it's like, "Great receivers." You get on the road, and you you can't you you can't you got to go to a silent count and. And you can't really audibleize and shit. And you just you don't control the game because you can't control the offensive line. And that's how turnovers happen. And I just can I'm gonna see that. I don't know why the Bengals passed up on, you know, Sewell or Slater. I mean, you could have had either one. Um as far as the Bears go, we're gonna see Justin Fields, it looks like, or maybe Dalton's coming in there. If I was the Bears, I mean, I'd rather see Fields as a fan. I think Fields is better, but if I'm the Bears organization, I don't put Fields out there because the Bears offensive line is garbage. They're going nowhere. That defense is not good anymore. Um, you know, and I would protect Fields. I, it's kind of like a rookie pitcher, like, and he's he's in the minor leagues. Yeah, he might be better than your number five starter who's up right now, but you don't want to bring him up if he's not really ready, and you want to protect him. I, I don't know if Fields is ready. But I'm more concerned if I was a Bears fan that I'm going to get him just destroyed and then lose his confidence and he's going to get gun shy. So I think I would just, at least for now, maybe later on in the year I'd bring in Fields and give me a spark. But, I mean, neither one of those teams are going anywhere. Texans and the Browns, you know, Browns won. And the Texans offensively, I mean, I don't know how, but they look good. Tyron Taylor looked Fantastic, and if he would have played and finished that game, I don't know. They would they would have gave him a fight. The Browns are really good. I like their offense. Their defense isn't that good. Browns O line's really good. I I love the offensive line. I wish they would kind of run the ball more. I think they pass a little too much. I th- I would just I would almost go into the game game plan saying I'm going to give 20 rushes to Chubb and 15 to Hunt. I mean that's what I would do until teams stop me. Like, I thought they kind of got away from that against Kansas City in week one. I mean, I would have just kept fucking pounding it. Um, if I'm a Browns fan, one concern that I have is, I don't know if it's after this year or next year, but Mayfield's going to be a free agent. I don't know if I want to pay that guy. Because once I pay him $35, $40 million, then I'm going to lose out on, you know, paying probably Ward or Jedrick Willis, the offensive tackle. I'm going to lose someone. And I think I'd rather have both of those guys than just have Mayfield, you know, or something close to that. You know, Ward probably is going to cost like, I mean, because I think Ward's probably, I don't know, a top 10 corner or he's developing into a top 10 corner. And I don't know. I think it's going to be a tough decision what the Browns do there because Mayfield's pretty good, but I think he's good because of the system that he plays in. And I think he's good because of the offensive line. I think if he was on an average system and an average offensive line, I don't think he'd be that good. They got really good tight ends. I think the Browns are a contender, though. I think they could beat, you know, anyone. 
because the Chiefs, and I'll get to them later, but uh, they match up pretty well with the Chiefs. Uh, the Rams and the Colts. Rams improved to 2-0. Colts are now 0-2. Um, this game was fun to watch. I watched a lot of this game. I mean, uh, Colts' offensive line kind of got their ass kicked by the Rams, and the Rams' offensive line kind of got their ass kicked against the Colts. So Stafford and Wentz, I thought, you know, handled themselves pretty well. I'm not a big Carson Wentz guy. I thought, like, he showed me some toughness, though, in that game. I mean, the Colts are in trouble. You know, Wentz is now hurt. You knew that was going to happen. Um, the Colts got some good players. They just don't have, like, they need, like, I don't know. They need a better receiver. Michael Pittman's pretty good, but they need, like, that deep threat. Maybe another fast receiver, you know? Paris Campbell was a second-rounder. He seems like he's a bust. I don't. I never really see him doing anything. They got a pretty good offensive line, and it's just the quarterback play isn't good enough, and their defense is just okay. Um, as far as the Rams go, I mean, Matthew Stafford, It's I've been saying this for years. I don't know why people have ripped this guy and shredded him for years. It's It was the Lions organization. Now he's on a real organization, and it just looks so much easier for him. Uh, Cooper Cup's going to be have a phenomenal season. I mean, the Rams dropped like two or three big passes. They ever caught these passes, moved the chains with that at first downs that, that were just dropped. Like I think Jefferson dropped one, and then Woods, I believe, dropped two. So the Rams got good like route runners. I mean, Cup, Jefferson, Woods, they're all route runners. And what I mean by route runners, you know, they get separation. They're not big and physical, but they're great route runners, especially Cup, man, Cooper Cup. And then um, Deshaun Jackson, I mean, even when he plays a little bit, I would be concerned if on the Rams that they don't have a good enough running back. Sony Michelle actually looked better than Henderson. I, w- I would maybe start using him a little more. I think Henderson got hurt. But the Rams are going to be in trouble once they get a few injuries. If they get an injury or two on the offensive line, they're going to be in trouble because their offensive line looks a little – I mean, it's okay, but it, it – they play a good defensive line. They're going to have some trouble. Like, it's going to be interesting this week when they play Tampa Bay in that defensive line. But if they protect Stafford, Stafford's going to shred Tampa Bay's secondary because Tampa Bay's secondary isn't that good. And plus, they got some injuries. I think the Rams, you know, with three, four receivers set, I mean, they could shred. I mean, I could see Stafford throwing for 400 on them if they can protect him. I don't know if they could block that front four, though. But I think the Rams going forward, as long as they can stay healthy, are going to be pretty good. The defense, I thought, looked way better than they did against the Bears. If I was a Rams fan, I would have been concerned against the run defense against the Bears. But they played really good run defense against the Colts. Um, That game, you know, I think the final score was 27-24. But the Rams had control of that game. I think there was a block punt for a touchdown. Um or muff punt or something. I forget what a muff punter. They got a touchdown on special teams. Otherwise, I think the Rams would have won by, you know, seven plus. So Rams are going to be good. I don't think the Colts are going to make the playoffs. Going back to the other teams that I've mentioned, the, the only team I see making the playoffs before is the Browns. The Bills and the Dolphins. The Dolphins, again, this is the problem. They fucked up. They took Tua. He's a smurf. Nothing against the guy, but he's just small. He's not going to be a franchise quarterback. He's going to continue to get hurt. He's just not the guy. If they would have taken Herbert, and I'm not saying that I would have. I mean, I was iffy on Herbert. I 
I liked him. I didn't, I, I did, but I wasn't like in love with him. I didn't think he was going to be some huge bust, but I didn't think he'd be the player that he is now. So, but, um, so I think the Dolphins are in trouble as far as Tua goes going forward. They got some good players, but again, they're another team. I don't understand. Look, I love Waddle. I think Jalen Waddle has got a chance to be Tyreek Hill. But if your quarterback doesn't have time, I don't understand why they didn't take Sewell or Slater. If your quarterback doesn't have time, it doesn't matter how good your receivers are. And you're, I guess you could say, well, two is a great scrambler, so we don't need the best of all lines. And I understand that to a degree. But to me, Waddle's not good enough of a player to pass up Sewell or Slater. So I think they fucked up. I think the Bills... If they can find any running game, any running game whatsoever, this is going to be a legit team because they got a much better pass rush this year than they've had in years past um, than they had last year or the year before. Now with that front four, with Gregory Rousset, who everyone said he was going to be a bust, and I, I don't, I never understood that. The guy had like 15 sacks as a true sophomore. Um, the only year he played in college football, he led, led college football in sacks. He had two sacks yesterday. And A.J. Espinoza, a second rounder that they had from last year's draft, not this year's, he's starting to get some pressure. So I kind of like what I see from them. Josh Allen really hasn't played that well yet, but I think he'll be fine. And if they could get somewhat of a running game, they don't run the ball enough for me to be like, yeah, I could see them in the playoffs being – Super Bowl contender because you got, excuse me, you got to be able to run the ball. You got to be able to play some defense. You got to be able to run the ball. You got to score points and be more of a passing team than a running team, but you got to be able to run in certain situations. They just throw every fucking down, and that's just going to cause turnovers. They don't even have that great of an offensive line. Josh Allen just scrambles and makes plays, but, you know, and they don't have the greatest receiving core. I mean, it's pretty good, but it's not like, it's not like the Dallas Cowboys receiving core or something. So they need to be a little more conservative and run the ball. I would like them better. Uh, Bills will make the playoffs. Dolphins, no. Patriots, Jets. Um, uh, Zach Wilson's going to get shredded for throwing all the interceptions that he had. He looks overmatched right now, but I, I believe he'll be fine. Mikel Becton didn't play. I mean, that's going to hurt him. That's their left tackle. He was a stud. If I'm a Jets fan... I don't know. You probably. I don't know. I don't know if they got the often offensive coaching staff that's going to help Zach Wilson. But I like what they they're building. You know, Mikael Becton, the guard from Tucker, whatever his name is from USC. You know, they got some receivers. I think uh, Corey Davis looks pretty good for the Jets. But I mean, they're they're years away. I mean, they got some. I don't know if they got more first rounders in the next couple of years. I think they got two first rounders, but I think they got the right quarterback. I know I know he looks overmatched right now. You know Belichick would just destroy. He destroys any rookie quarterback, especially he's going to destroy him early in the year. Uh, Mac Jones looks really good to me. Um, they don't seem like he's throwing the ball down the field yet, but he's not really turning it over. I think. I think the Patriots are going to be a playoff team. Jets, obviously, are probably going to be picking in the top five. 49ers, Eagles. I know everyone's, like, jerking themselves off to Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jalen Hurts looks okay. I mean, maybe he's a capable starter, maybe, but you're not going to win. You're not going to make playoffs with this guy as the quarterback. 
the receivers actually look better with Rager and Devontae Smith. So you're starting to get some separation on the outside. So they got some pretty good weapons there. If I'm an Eagles fan, I mean, I believe Carson Wentz has to play a certain amount of snaps and then you get a first-round pick. Otherwise, it's a second-round pick. So if I'm an Eagles fan, I'm paying attention to that and see if Wentz can get back. If you could get three first-rounders because they got – I. I think they have, who do they have? The Dolphins first rounder next year. And then uh, possibly the Colts and then themselves. They could they could turn this around pretty quickly with a lot of picks. I would go with another quarterback. I don't think Jalen Hurts is a guy. San Francisco is going to be really good this year, I think. Um, I don't know what's going on with Brandon Ayuk. I would like to know what's going on because I got him in my fantasy league. I mean, but uh, Debo Samuel is really stepping it up. They, it doesn't matter really who plays running back, um, whoever that guy is that's in there right now. He looks okay. I mean, Niners got away with a scare game at Philadelphia. It's it's tough, though, to start the season two road games. It wasn't against any playoff team in the Eagles in Detroit, but still – Playing your first two games of the season on the road is not easy. They got the Packers this week. I'm definitely leaning 49ers minus three and a half in that one because the Packers always struggle when they come to the West Coast. And I think the San Francisco kind of owns them right now. I'll definitely have to look into that, but I'm definitely leaning the 49ers minus the three and a half in that one. Um, I think Trey Lance is going to be great. I don't know if he's going to be great right away, but I think – as his career goes on, and I think he's going to be really good. I think that's going to be a good situation for them. And the forty, I think the 49ers are a playoff team. Raiders and Steelers, I was really impressed with the Raiders. I've been impressed with the Raiders the first two games. I mean, they they beat the shit out of – they didn't beat the shit out of them, but they, they should have won the Ravens game pretty easily, you know. I thought Carr missed some throws. I still don't think Carr's that good. I think, but they got some weapons now. I mean, Ruggs probably shouldn't have been picked. I mean, definitely shouldn't have been picked over CeeDee Lamb, but maybe over Jerry Judy. But um, Ruggs gets, you know, separation and he can go deep. And with him being able to go deep, that's going to leave Waller, you know, more room to work. And then they're developing Brian Edwards. Brian Edwards are, are um, they got in the third round last year. I mean, that's, you know, they're developing something there. So, I mean, Carr's okay. I just don't know. He just misses too many throws for me. But he had some great throws yesterday. The Steelers are a disaster, I think, this year. Big Ben's been one of the most overrated quarterbacks in the last 10 years I've seen. I mean, he plays with the best organization. No organization drafts better than the Steelers. They just don't have the coaching staff that the Patriots have. Um, I've never thought Tomlin was a good coach. Steelers don't have that elite defense that they've had. I mean, it's still pretty good, but T.J. Watt got hurt. I mean, if he's, you know, if he's if he's out for a while, they're going to be in trouble. Um, they got no O line, so I mean that. Yeah, it makes it tougher for Big Ben, but Big Ben sucks. I don't think he's, you know, that was a bad situation for the Raiders. You play on Monday night, and then you're going to travel, you know, and play an early game. I almost bet that, like, I was like, oh, this is a great spot for the Steelers. And I almost bet the, you know, Steelers minus the six or minus five and a half. I didn't get it and went up to six and a half. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll just pass. 
because I didn't trust Big Ben. You know, I just he doesn't make enough plays, and he's, he just throws the ball up, and he just he kind of sucks. And just if he doesn't have you know elite talent around him, an elite offensive line, elite running game, and elite defense, then he kind of struggles. And I just feel like that's how he's been in his career, and he's kind of just had these piss poor seasons, and everyone's just like, well, he won two Super Bowls. It's like, all right, cool. I mean, I guess, you know, but people just look like like if he, he got drafted by the Arizona Cardinals or Detroit Lions, he wouldn't have any Super Bowls, you know. Cleveland Browns would have drafted him. He would suck. He would have been just an average quarterback, in my opinion. Uh, Saints, Panthers, I think the Saints were in a bad spot with COVID, you know, but just – um, Jameis Winston is just a turnover machine. The Panthers are, are are good. That's as good or one of the best coach teams, you know. So, uh, and if they can keep, um, I'm drawing a blank on their head coach's name, but if they could keep um, Joe Brady, the offensive coordinator there, which I think is going to be very hard to keep him, then they're going to be really good for years to come. I don't think Sam Darnold is that good, but, I mean, as long as he's got Joe Brady and he's got, you know, that defense, then I don't think he's going to be a problem either. As long as he doesn't just throw stupid turnovers. He threw one in that game, and you're just like, dude, that's the only chance that they can come back. Um, The Saints, I think, are in trouble with with Jameis Winston because it's going to be one good game, one bad game. I think they're going to have to play a lot of road games because of the situation for them. But um, I don't I don't know. I don't know if the Saints are a playoff team. I predicted the Panthers to make the playoffs. That's pretty much because uh, Matt Rule. That's okay. That's who the head coach is. I really like Matt Rule. That defense is flying. They drafted a bunch of defensive guys last year. Drafted another corner in the first round this year. Um they're getting after the quarterback, and, you know, Sam Darnold is, you know, you got McCaffrey, you got um, Moore, DJ Moore, and the kid from LSU, Marshall. I mean, they got they got some decent players, and, you know, just dump it off to McCaffrey always works. And with that defense, if it continues to play at a high level, they're, they're going to be a playoff team, especially with Joe Brady as the offensive corner. I think Joe Brady is really good. Uh, Broncos, Jags. Uh, Broncos look like a playoff team to me. I know they haven't played anyone really good yet, but if Teddy Bridgewater continues playing like this, because they got so many weapons, dude. They got as many weapons as anyone. Um, Jerry Judy's out for a while, but... They don't really need them right now. I mean, I believe they play. I don't know who they play. I think it's the Jets next week. I don't know. They play someone easy next week. They're supposed to go to 3-0. and You know, they probably get Jerry Judy in like a month back, month or five weeks. But they got Sutton. You know, you got Hamler. You got um, Patrick is pretty good. And then Noah Fant. And I love uh, Javante Williams, the running back. You know, Gordon. I mean, that's a nice one-two punch. Their defense is still good. Uh, Patrick Sertan had a nice interception yesterday. They're going to give teams problems. The only problem is if they fall behind and then Teddy Bridgewater, you know, it's if any game they're down, you know, 14 or more, then, then it's going to be tough for them to come back. But if they can keep the game close, Bridgewater is not going to turn it over. And 
their their coach now is starting to go for it on fourth down where he used to just punt it. So Jaguars, it's going to be a mess of a season. I thought they were going to be pretty good. And then as the preseason went on, I was like, okay, this team's not going to be good because their offensive line's a mess. Um, I thought Trevor Lawrence was always a little overrated. I don't. I would have taken Zach Wilson over him, but you know he's bigger. So, I mean, whatever. I'm not saying it was a stupid pick, but he's going to throw picks all season long. Doesn't even look like Urban Meyer wants to coach that team. They got a terrible defense. Some of those first round picks that they've had, you know, over the years, they those guys need to start producing. Those guys need to start playing better. So, uh, I don't know. Jaguars, I don't know. I mean, they're going to be picking in the top five. They'll be up there with Detroit, um, possibly the Texans, Jets. I don't know if the Texans – it looks like the Texans are playing hard right now. Maybe they'll get too many wins, which would be stupid for them. But I can see Jacksonville, Detroit, and the Jets for sure in the top five. Um, Vikings, Cardinals – Cardinals, I mean, Kyler Murray's playing out of his mind right now. Um, him and Kingsbury, they kind of always kind of do this. They play really good early in the season, and then teams kind of figure them out. So I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon with the Cardinals, but it does look different. Murray looks better. The running backs look better. Connor looks really good, and then Edmonds. Um, so connor has got like a burst. He didn't have that in Pittsburgh when he was there. He looks stronger. He looks like he's faster. So they look like they can run the ball, which in years past they really couldn't. They got enough receivers, obviously. Hopkins, A.J. Green actually looks okay. Rondell Moore, I mean, he'll probably get hurt because he's small, but, I mean, he's giving him some, you know, explosive plays. And then Kyler Murray could always scramble, so they never really needed a great offensive line. I, I mean, if I were them, I would have drafted some offensive linemen in years past, but... And their defense, I don't know. I don't think their defense is any good, but I could see it causing some turnovers. Uh, as far as the Vikings go, Kirk Cousins, I mean, he had great numbers or whatever. He He's just not the answer. If you're the Vikings, you got to move on. I think the Vikings are in trouble, to be honest with you. It looks like Zimmer will probably get fired. That, that's going to be a whole new regime, I would, I would assume. New general manager. Uh, I think it's Spillman over there. I would assume a new general manager going to be coming into town, new head coach, probably draft a quarterback. I think I think you're looking at a bad season from them. Um Falcons Bucks, Falcons are another team. I don't I don't know what they were doing in the draft. Kyle Pitts is again, he's going to be a really good player. How the fuck did you not take a quarterback? Matt Ryan is fucking awful. He is goddamn awful and he's been awful for a long time time he had one season with Kyle Shanahan the other years I mean he just put up stats because he had Julio Jones and Rodney White and Tony Gonzalez and then White leaves and he gets another first rounder and Calvin Ridley and you know he had Michael Turner as his running back then he had you know other uh, other guys Freeman you know I mean just five offensive linemen that are first rounder like he's had so many weapons so much they did I don't how how they passed up on Matt uh, Mac Jones and and Justin Fields is beyond me. You're gonna take a tight end, yeah. I mean, he's gonna be good. I mean, you could already see like he's got the talent, the physical tools. He's gonna be good, but 
great. If you don't have a quarterback, he ain't going to do shit. If you don't have an offensive line, he ain't going to do shit. It's not going to matter. And then they don't have a defense either. So, I mean, they'll they'll be picking in the top 10. Um, the Bucks. What can you say about the Bucks? They got a really good defensive line. If I you know the big concern I would have if I'm a Bucks fan is their secondary. Cause that front that front four's gotta get pressure because that secondary doesn't look that good to me. Looks like they could give up some plays, but that front four can save their ass. Their front four can get after quarterbacks. Um they stuff the run. You can't run on them. Uh Devin White is one of the best inside linebackers in the game. It's fun watching that kid. Tom Brady still, I thought he was done probably five, seven years ago, and he's still phenomenal. Gronk, I thought, was done. He's still good. I mean, Brown, you know, is good now. Goodwin, Evans. I mean, they got all kinds of weapons. So they'll be an elite team, probably win 12, 13 games this year. Cowboys, Chargers. I mean, that's just typical Chargers, you know. They had a really good win in week one, and you kind of thought like, oh, I mean, I told my brothers, told my dad. I was like, they usually lose those type of games. And then this week, you know, he guy throws an interception, you know, at the five-yard line or inside the 10. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's the same movie. It's the same movie, you know. But they got – I will say this. They have the left tackle now, and they have the quarterback. I would take Justin Herbert over any player if I was building a franchise right now. So if everyone was available right now, and you're saying age included, I would take Justin Herbert number one. And I don't know how much younger he is than than Mahomes, but I think he's a couple years younger, and that's the reason why I would take him. Maybe I would take Mahomes over him, but he's right there. Him, Josh Allen, and Herbert. I think Herbert's better than Josh Allen, or is going to be better. And they got the offensive line, you know, at least. Rashawn Slater looks like he's going to be a stud. But, again, it's just, I don't know. There's, like, some curse there, or they'll get, in, they'll get some injuries, and it'll just, I don't, I, I, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. They got a really tough division. I thought they were going to make the playoffs this year. I predict them to make the playoffs, but you can't you can't lose that game against the Cowboys. You're at home, and basically the Cowboys had eighty percent of the fans there. And every game, there's no home field advantage for them. And then Cowboys have their best defensive player. You know, Demarcus Lawrence isn't there, and their defense sucks. And what did the Chargers put up? Seventeen points or something? I mean, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. It's just always something. The Cowboys had offensive linemen not playing. It's just always something. The Cowboys, I don't I don't think they're that good. I think they're okay. Uh, Michael Parsons, I mean, if you're going to use him as a, you know, to stop the run on running downs as a linebacker, then use him as a pass rusher on passing downs. I mean, that looks like a pretty valuable, really good player. Uh, Zeke Elliott should not be the starter anymore. It should be Pollard. He doesn't have the juice anymore. Uh, C.D. Lamb, he drops maybe a little too much, but that guy's going to be a great player. That was a great pick, you know. I think they got him at 17 or 18. I don't know what other teams were thinking. Uh, Cowboys are going to put up a bunch of points and stuff, but their defense sucks, so maybe they win their division because their division sucks. I don't I don't know who's going to win that division, but if they make the playoffs, they'll be one and done. Titans, Seahawks. Uh, the Titans defense is terrible. Seahawks defense isn't any good either. Uh, 
I don't know how the Titans came back and won. Actually, the Titans, you know, should have won the game in regular season. I mean, it's such bullshit. Like, the Seahawks always get the favorites of these calls at home. Julio Jones, it was so obvious he scored. And it was ruled a touchdown. Then they review it, and it it shows that there's grass, and both feet are in. And they're like, no, incomplete. I mean, it's just bullshit. And Russell Wilson got sacked for a safety. And they say, no, he's out. Of the, he's out. We'll mark it at the one. I mean, another bullshit call. But uh, Lockett, for some reason, is always open on the post deep. But Seattle, like the coach wants to run the ball. I don't know what Pete Carroll, you know, he wants to run the ball too much. I would throw more. I don't know where Metcalf's been. Doesn't seem like they're getting him the ball. I don't like the Seahawks. It's just Russell Wilson pulls shit out of his ass and they win games somehow. But that was a big loss in my opinion. You know, they fall to one-on-one. Uh, I don't really like either one of these teams. The Titans play in a shitty division, so I don't know who's going to win that division. I guess the Colts still have a shot at 0-2. It's the Colts and the Titans. I mean, the Texans and Jags aren't going to do it. So, I mean, I would probably pick the Titans as of now, especially if Wentz is going to be out for a while because it's, you know, they, they're – the kid from um, Washington, I'm drawing a blank. The quarterback, he went to Washington College. Um, Eason, he's got a really good arm, but he just, I don't know. He doesn't have the experience. I'm sure he'll probably get his ass kicked. So I, I don't think either team is that good. But Chiefs-Ravens, I bet the Chiefs. And when I found out that like 89 to 92% of the bets were on the Chiefs, I figured I was probably going to lose. I don't know how they lost that game. I mean, Mahomes throws an absolute, one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen. I don't see anyone in the media, except for Mitch Moss on, on Vizen, actually destroy um, Patrick Mahomes. When other quarterbacks make these type of mistakes, they get destroyed, you know. But Mahomes does it, and it's like, oh, it's no big deal. No big deal. It fucking pretty much cost him the game. You know, it was a third down just... Take the sack, and you were to punt it in, and you probably would have pinned him inside the 20. But he gave, he gave him life. I mean, Lamar throws two interceptions, and you still don't win. Like, you threw a pick six, and you still don't win against, uh, you know, the Ravens have no – their offensive line sucks, and the Chiefs got bullied. You know, Stanley wasn't there, and they don't have Orlando Brown anymore. And the Raiders D-line beat the shit out of the Ravens in, in week one. And I figured, oh, the Chiefs, you know, all they have to do is game plan for the run of the Ravens and they'll win the game. I mean, you can't score 30 points if all you're going to do is run. And you know the Chiefs are going to score 30 points. So I was like, oh, I'll cover. And they couldn't. The Chiefs got a problem on their defense, though. I mean, that defense looks like it's got a problem. I don't know why they... Changed the position for Chris Jones. I mean, Jerron Reed, I thought was going to be a nice pickup for the Chiefs. He looks like shit. Um, if I'm the Chiefs, I put Chris Jones back at defensive tackle. I, he looks lost as far as defensive end goes. But the Chiefs look vulnerable to me. I mean, their offensive line's a little better. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he looks like a bust to me. He has no burst. I don't. He was great in college. Catching the ball out of the backfield, he'd always make a move. Like, he wasn't going to hit home runs, but, I mean, I picked him in my Dynasty Fantasy League, and, and he just, he doesn't have it, man. He don't have the juice. You know, every time he gets the ball, I'm like, oh, this should be a good run. And he gets like three yards. I'm like, the blocking was there to get 
you know, eight, 10 yards. So I think they got a problem there. I, I think the Ravens are in trouble as far as making the playoffs this year, just because of the injuries. You know, I think Lamar's pretty good. Do I think he's as great as some people make him out to be? No, I don't. He makes some dumb decisions, you know. As you know, he's loose with the ball, hanging it, hanging it out. Like he lost the game against the Raiders, hanging the ball out. Uh, the offensive line. This is the first time he's played with an offensive line that's not that good. I think he'll have trouble. The running backs, they don't have good running backs. But you know, it's going to be more on Lamar's shoulders because I don't. They don't have. They don't have that elite defense that they've had. They still have a good defense. It don't cost some turnovers. You know, they're going to blitz your ass, but. Uh, uh, you know, I think they had an emotional win, and we'll see what happens. I don't know where they play. Actually, they play Detroit next week. They'll probably win that one. As far as Detroit and Green Bay goes, um, if I'm a Packer fan, you got to be concerned on their defense. Excuse me. Because the Lions offensive line was missing Taylor Decker, and the only time that I saw, you know, the Packers get any pressure was on the right side. Everything else, I mean, Goff had all day. And if Goff was in any good, you know, and the Lions had any good receivers that could get some separation, they would have shredded them. I mean, they were moving the ball. I thought there were some penalties, you know, that killed like a drive. Like the first first half, the Lions had four drives, and they scored 17 points. One kind of gets stopped by because, you know, the clock. And I think they might well, actually. I think it got to fourth down. So, all right. So they got a field goal on that. They got two touchdowns on another, and then another drive. They had it going, and then they got a a holding penalty, and a, I think an illegal procedure penalty. So that that killed that drive. Otherwise, I felt like they were going to score on that drive too. Now in the second half, they, the Packers. You could say they kind of stopped them, but they got it past the thirty, and they went for it on fourth and one. I don't know why they were throwing, and. Then the other drive, Goff just fumbles. And then he, you know. But I'd be concerned if I'm the Packers. That Eric Stokes guy, the corner they drafted in the first round, looks really good. You definitely need to play him over King. King sucks. Um, but they don't get much pass rush, the Packers. They don't really stop the run. I, I, I wish Detroit would have ran the ball a little more tonight. Um, Rodgers... And that, I mean, Detroit was just basically saying, hey, we'll force you guys to run and see if you can keep running. And, you know, I mean, at least Rodgers and the Packers are disciplined enough to, like, kind of take what they're giving them. But I don't know. We'll see how Rodgers plays this year because I thought Chris Carter made a good analogy on, I don't know what it was, football, good morning football or whatever. He said it's like, it's like they filed for the divorce, but they're still living with each other. Like Rodgers knows he's not going to be on the team next year, and the players probably know he's not going to be on the team next year. And it's kind of like, I don't know. They just, we'll see if they play like they did last year because they might not. So they might be a team to fade this year. They're going to win the division because no one else in the division is worth a damn. I don't think the Vikings are worth a damn. The Bears, they got no O-line. They their defense sucks. I don't think their coach is any good. And the Lions don't have any talent. So Packers are going to win the division. But are they going to be, you know, 
a threat. It, to me, it doesn't look like they're going to be a threat this year because I don't think they're going to stop the run on teams. And, I mean, they got pretty good corners in Alexandria and Stokes, it looks like. But King looks like he's still a problem. And then I don't, I don't know if they get good enough pass rush. And if Rodgers isn't having that offense as an elite top five offense, then they're going to have trouble. As far as Detroit goes, um, you got to be – you got to be really encouraged by their offensive line. Sewell looks like a fucking stud. Um, Sewell and Slater, both of those guys look like studs. Uh, Jonah Jackson's a really good left guard. I mean, they drafted him in the third round last year. Ragnall's either the best or second best center in the league. And then if they could get Taylor Decker back and put him on the right side. Don't put Sewell on the right side. It's so stupid. I mean, Sewell's going to be your franchise. Sewell's like the franchise player right now. And you might actually put him back to right tackle. You're so stupid if you fucking do that. But the Lions have had a good draft, I think. A really good draft. At least it looks like it. And it looks like Dan Campbell. I don't know if he's going to be a good head coach. But it looks like his staff has got them motivated and playing hard. And... I think they're going to improve as as the year goes on. I got the under four and a half wins. I don't know. With that division, the Vikings and the Bears look vulnerable. And if anyone takes the Lions lightly, they're going to smack you in the face. They're going to run the ball. Um, Goff sucks. I mean, he's definitely not, you know, he shouldn't be part of the future. I know the Lions, like, continue to say, like, maybe that guy can – be the future quarterback down the line, and we could keep them. If if they do that bullshit, like, I'll be pissed. But um, I kind of like where the Lions are at. I want them to get a top five pick. If they could get a quarterback or KV on Thibodeau, I'd be really happy with that. You know, you got the Rams first rounder as well next year. And then, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams the following season – as as they get older, especially with their offensive line, with like a guy like Whitworth, they get a couple more in, in, if they get some injuries next year. You know, they're not going to improve their team in the offseason. I'm sure they're capped out, and they don't have a first-rounder. So probably not going to be better next year. And maybe the Rams, you know, have a top-15 pick next year. So that's all I got for now. Hopefully I can do some of these. Um you guys can give some suggestions on what you want as far as NFL college topics. Um, all right, till the next time. Good night.